Hey, yo! Hey, Krillin! Wow, is that really you under there? Yeah, sweetheart, see? Uh, that's the worst Humphrey Bogart imitation I've ever heard. So what you been doing, partner? Eh, not much. This is Endless Schmaltz, a podcast where we go back and watch shows from our past and see if they still hold up. Are they just as good as we remember them? Or are they terrible? Or are they still actually good? Who knows? It's a mystery. But sometimes, we aren't, sometimes we aren't counting on it holding up. <laughs> I'm your host, Steve. I'm joined by my good old friends, Zach. Hey, everyone. Ed. Hello. Ed, Brian. Oi. Brian Newton. The nudie. The nudie. Oh, nudie. When we say the nudie, it sounds like the nudie. Uh, Brian, where might people know you from? Uh, people may have seen my name and our credits from uh, the television series Rick and Morty, which I helped direct on. And then I also direct on Teen Titans Go for uh, Cartoon Network. Awesome. Zach, where do people probably know us from? Oh, uh, well, we're all on the One Piece podcast at onepiecepodcast.com. Uh, we mm-hmm. do a weekly podcast on uh, the latest One Piece manga Uh manga chapters and anime episodes and we have guests and it's a lot of fun and check it out if you haven't and somehow if you don't if you're not listening to the show through that i'm steve yurko i'm a freelance cartoonist but i doubt that you're mostly one piece podcast fans i'm sure of it who knows maybe go back listen to this first episode would be really silly when this is a huge hit exactly <laughs> i'm not sure though with our current content we're currently running through the anime series Gundam Wing, but we didn't want to suffer from fatigue from talking about that series because it's it's a pretty it's 49 episodes. 49 yeah. episodes, that's a lot. And once and a week, that's a year of Gundam Wing, so we wanted to put some... So we wanted to throw some more bonus episodes to you, um, you know, and take a break. And also, like, too, too many politics in Gundam Wing, right? <laughs> too many confusing politics. Uh, something a little bit lighter. And this series, it's a beloved series, also from Japan. One of the biggest things to ever come out of japan uh but its animated series is notorious for its filler lots and lots and lots of filler filler intertwined with the canon and sometimes it just gets its own arc and its own little saga if you will so what series are we talking about steve we're of course talking about this the great series dragon ball z and we're talking about the well, it's a thing. The <laughs> Garlic Jr. Saga. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> and we, we've done a lot with some of the Garlic Jr. stuff on uh, the One Piece podcast before. That's we true. named a couple of sagas after it. Well, I, I don't a couple of sagas? You mean episodes? <laughs> uh, interview Jr. Saga. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's so much a love for the Garlic Jr. Saga. It's just a love for the old promos. Yeah. <laughs> They're great promos, and I'm sure we'll play many of them on these episodes uh, that you're I'll listening to. I'll say this, now. and it's not through rose-tinted glasses, because we have YouTube. Toonami made anything look good. Yes. <laughs> uh, even Hamtaro and Card Captors look like great yep. series. Uh, when you look through tsunami cl- glasses, I don't even... Peter Cullen telling you all about it. Yeah. They knew how to hype shit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, they definitely it. did. Uh, I, I feel like it's unnecessary, but let's go over a quick history of what Dragon Ball Z is. Originally, it started as a manga, Dragon Ball, 1984. Uh, got very popular in Japan. When it got to a certain time skip in the manga, Tori Animation was doing the animated series, decided, hey, let's make it a... A new series, we'll call it Dragon Ball Z. And Dragon Ball Z originally premiered Ed. Oh, oh in, in America, it debuted uh, uh, September 13th, 1996, uh, which was actually before the conclusion of Dragon Ball GT in Japan, but not by that much. It's funny that these two series, Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z, ran around the same time. Uh, well, exactly the same time, yeah. Uh, DBC's original Japanese run was 89 to 95. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it ended, it just picked up right where DBZ left off, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same totally, story. It carried on the spirit <laughs> of Dragon Ball, obviously. Gundam. Uh, Gundam, Dragon Ball. It originally, uh, DBZ, it was, the, of course, the infamous Ocean dub, the heavily edited uh, 
At one point, they edited out Gohan's tears. <laughs> yeah. What? Really? Yeah, Ed, yeah, fa- Ed found, what was it? The, uh, the old website, DBZ Uncensored, if anyone remembers. Which apparently they, still yeah. exists. Yeah, the, the guy who ran it keep, keeps it up, but they have a comparison images of edited episodes and non-edited episodes. Keep in of, mind, these images are taken from a VHS in the time where 320 by 240 was, like, the standard. I think that was the dimension. There's, I, I will say this. There's this odd thing about editing tears from anime, because there's a... Um, there's a more recent uh, Doraemon series that they recently dubbed in the U.S., which kind of carries is, like, on. Super kitty, though. It yeah. carries on the spirit of old ocean and uh, four kids dubs by Americanizing a bunch of stuff, editing things, and I think they did edit a character's tears. And you know I what? Guess, the technology is a lot better now. <laughs> I, but I guess I, in a modern context, children's tears are offensive. It's, they've always been offensive. I don't want to hear babies oh, cry. Well, I get yeah, I, you know what? It is offensive because there's one thing I can't stand is a fucking baby cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, did they just edit out the stream of tears? You know, in that like cartoony way where they're like pouring yeah. out like a stream. Oh, and, and then they totally just bleep the crying. It's just a bleep. No, no, it isn't. I'm kidding. Because <laughs> yeah, that's less annoying. It is I, less annoying, I'm actually. <laughs> I don't hate children. I just hate them crying. <laughs> or talking or... Uh, sorry, but it kind of like... DBZ, it was on, like, what, like, 6, 6.30 in the morning on, like, the WB, I think, like, on Saturdays, and just... Yeah, prior to its tsunami run. And no one really knew about it. And then Cartoon Network got their hands on it, premiered it on tsunami, And I'd say that and Pokemon created the huge anime boom of the late 90s into the early 2000s. Yeah, that's fair to say. I, I don't think anyone would argue against that. I'm curious if anyone will. Anybody? Nobody? No. Mm-hmm. None. Please continue. <laughs> so a lot of time passes. TBZ becomes a huge success. And eventually Funimation, the people originally producing, uh, you know, releasing the dub, decided, like, hey, we're going to do the dub in-house. And they did the entire Frieza saga. Uh, and that was, in, that was in the fall of 99. So from, you know, early 2000 through the fall, we didn't have any new DBZ episodes so what was gonna, what was gonna fill that void? Because certainly, if you were watching reruns, you saw every episode at this point. You mean fill that dead zone? <laughs> hey, I <Hey>. hey. <laughs> And that's when, uh, at the time, their rising sun, their Saturday morning block, has tsunami. I, I I still can't get over this, like how an action block on Cartoon Network filled with mostly of non Cartoon Network, non Turner properties dominated the scheduling of Cartoon Network where it was just it was everywhere. It was. It was everywhere. I I you would never see that anymore. No. Mm. Well, Adventure Time. But Adventure Time is made by Cartoon Network. That's true. You mean for a non cartoon yeah. yeah, for a non Cartoon Network property. Yeah. It's just crazy to think that they just stuck it everywhere. Well, they didn't really have many Cartoon Network owned properties at the time either. I think yeah, they had sure. a decent amount, but not a ton. So they had their rising sun block, and they needed they they needed us to feel important. They needed to get people to watch this. So on April sixth, yes, April sixth. I think it was April eighth. April eighth, two thousand. April two thousand. <laughs> uh, yeah, just about. I think exactly. What is that? Fifteen years. Exactly ago? April two thousand. Well, exactly fifteen years ago. Wow. 15th anniversary. That's they, what the, totally was planned, is that? They premiered, <laughs> they premiered the Rising Sun exclusive at the time, uh, Garlic Jr. Saga. And then later, New, York, New Year's Evil uh, exclusive. And then later, anywhere they could play it exclusive. And I think, I think there was one point, maybe right before the Android Saga premiered, I think they had a week, they... Uh, the entire week they played the Garlic Jr. Saga. No, no, they did like a Friday night, like as if it were a movie. I think they played every episode. Because at the time, it was really exclusively just on Rising Sun. It didn't get much play. Well, because, well, I won't say my opinions yet, but it is terrible. So, um, <laughs> that's probably why. But Zach, we haven't finished watching through it yet. Well, discussing it first. I, something interesting. So, Toonami is still around, for those who don't know. They play every Saturday night at midnight, uh, as of this uh, recording. And they have been 11 doing... o'clock central. Exactly. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> they've Sorry, been doing. I just have to be a 
promo from the 90s. They've been doing these web shows uh, called Toonami Pre-Flight recently, and they were talking about DBZ Kai versus DBZ. For those who don't know, Dragon Ball Z Kai, which currently exists, cuts out all the filler and is all most, redone. Most. What, Steve? Most of it. Most of it. Uh, and cuts out, and, and it's all redubbed, so it actually sounds like a modern anime. You know, it's good. Um, and and it, for, it's, unfortunately, because of a plagiarism scandal, it has all the original early 90s music. Yeah. Um... But they were even saying, you know, a lot of fans will be disappointed. It's going to look different than the DBZ they remembered. There won't be the Garlic Jr. saga, for example. <laughs> and I think, you know, we're talking about Endless Schmaltz. We're not going in with preconceptions. We're trying to go into this. How did we remember this? Maybe we should first go around. How did you, how do you remember it? Well, let me start with this. Uh, I remember the first DBZ movies, the first three, uh, the ones that uh, they still dubbed in Vancouver, yeah. which are... I, I, I don't remember Tree of Might as much, but I enjoyed those dubs. Those dubs are freaking awesome. Uh, I really like Dead Zone. I enjoyed that. I In that movie, I kind of like I liked Garlic Jr. I like the idea that a really strong villain was this short little guy. Of course, eventually he gets all, like, Roydy Magoo. He gets all juiced <laughs> up and huge. Uh, but I just like that there was this tiny little dwarf, this little gnome just kicking ass and just being an evil little shit. Roydy Magoo. Not um, not my term. Uh, just paying tribute, but oh, okay. uh. I I enjoyed the movie. Also, the because uh, those dubs had the original Japanese score, and that movie is scored to perfection. It's awesome. So yeah, agreed th- on that one. When I saw that tsunami was promoting this, uh, I was conflicted because one, I like Dead Zone, but at the time, I full well knew that the movies weren't really canon because they didn't make sense in the timeline. So I was confused as hell. I was like, wait, what? Gar Jr. is a movie villain, though. He can't be in the show. What is going on? And my, my experience with the show isn't quite so involved. I remember not liking it when it was on TV, and I just thought, like, this is boring. I want, like, more real stuff. And I was like, who? I, I just didn't care. I, I, I don't think I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, I think, when it initially aired. I watched it later. Uh, much like Steve, I think I also enjoyed the early... Uh... Uh, Dragon Ball movies, the first three, and my favorite of the three being uh, World's Strongest. Uh, but I love Dead Zone as well, specifically like Piccolo showing up and being a badass is always enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So I was really interested in this uh, uh, Garlic Jr. arc because I knew it was an arc where none of the major Saiyans like Goku or Vegeta are going to play any role at all. It's like <laughs> Krillin the human, Gohan the half Saiyan, and Piccolo get to save the day for once. And nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared, but that's that's not the problem. Without spoiler alert, the arc is terrible. It's just like that. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's... The thing is, it is so hated. Uh, it's so despised. And the thing is, with Kai, when you mention about Kai, too, I I love Dragon Ball Z Kai. Not so much, like, the animation, like, because some people come in, like, oh, it's just the same stuff. They just clean up the animation a little bit. Well, first of all, like, the the cleanup is so much better because the colors are way more vibrant. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, so much, if it was just a Japanese thing, I wouldn't care. I think the Japanese version of, DBZ, of Dragon Ball DBZ is fine. I think the performances are awesome. I think the voice cast is great. I think the score is fantastic. Right. We needed a better dub because I the English dub of the original DBZ series, all of it, it doesn't hold up. It's, yeah. It it shows its age. Maybe we should say here that we're going to be reviewing the original, original, original. Well, it's stuff. it's it's visually uncut in that this is the version that was released on DVD in 2003 that we're reviewing. Mm-hmm. So there aren't any like digital, uh, you know. It's what you saw in Toonami, except yeah. with more boobs and boob jokes. Pretty much. Yeah. And but the thing is, I I, I love Kai just because I desperately wanted a better dub and this was the opportunity i got and i think for the most part with a few with a few things here and there i think they just they nailed it it's awesome it's i feel like now if i were to if somehow someone never saw dbz i'd probably just show them kai that's a good disclaimer before we enter this realm Mm -hmm. and Uh, do you guys i I mean do you guys think people are going to be missing anything if they don't watch garlic jr 
Oh no! Okay. Shut up! Shut well, up. I just want to make sure people no, understand I, that. I've heard people say this to me, like, and I'm a big DBZ fan, so I could be very passionate about my discussion and about my debates. But I've heard from people, they cut out the filler, and, and like, I cut them off saying, like, have you watched the series recently? The filler is stupid. Most of it is stupid, and everyone's just like, oh, Goku and Piccolo, oh, they go try to get the Travis license. I'm like, that's good. Name me five more episodes of filler that are good. You can't. I hate when people complain about the filler. Oh, and most, I think people rejoice that the Gar Juniors. What about uh, cut? Uh, Bulma's Dragon uh, Dragon Ball Adventure while on Namek with the two goons. Oh yeah, that oh. was captivating. <laughs> the, the crab, that. the giant crab, Cra- giant yeah. enemy crab. Yep. Uh, all <laughs> right, with the most of the filler yeah. is a pain in the ass, and I, I I honestly think the the filler in the Dragon Ball series is worse than the DBZ stuff. It's mm, that's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now most people are like, oh, are they? It's like, oh man, they're not. Including the Carl Jr. stuff, awesome. It's like you should know that that's not canon. It it shouldn't even exist. But I feel like don't 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 knock Kai because it took out filler. When you say the filler is the best part, you are not a real Dragon Ball fan. Steve, the thing is about Garlic Jr. from what I have rewatched so far, uh, the I think the fact that it's filler is actually not the worst part about it. Uh, oh no, I'm sure. It's but a, it's a culmination. We might as well. Oh, it's, I, I, I will praise with this is the best time to have a filler arc. Yes, yes, during the yes. time when Goku, they don't know where Goku is. They know he's alive, but he has to come back to Earth. But no, I'll, I'll, some of the stuff I'm thinking, I think I'll save for. Well, plus, it's what Brian end. said. It, you know, the secondary character should. That's that's a great idea. It's 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 a cool idea. Yeah, it isn't executed well. We'll have to find out. (laughs) We might as well just begin with our very first episode. Uh, This is this is episode uh, number one hundred eight of the anime, the original anime. Episode Mm ninety three of the dub, original broadcast, called "The Heavens Tremble," or in the Japanese version, "Terrors in Heaven." Will Garlic Junior become Kami? Thank goodness, I was beginning to think I needed glasses. What? You. And what are you doing here? Thanks. Nice. Welcome. Of course, we, we're going to be doing the original, the original dub. Bruce Faulkner music and all. It's because, oh. look, we're, we're, we're being schmaltzy. We're looking back. We're seeing yeah. does the nostalgia hold up. I will. Uh, I will. Bruce Faulkner as a disclaimer, I'll say to you guys, take dialogue with a grain of salt because they take <laughs> a lot of liberties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna bother watching through the Japanese version. Well, no, they they have dub titles. They don't have real subtitles in these discs. Really? No. Holy crap! Yeah, and yeah. uh, I want to right explain. Right. The- there, there was a part where um where uh, Master Roshi was talking about squeezing Marin's tits, and she's like, <laughs> "Give me a kiss. You're gonna give me a kiss." And like then I went and watched the the subtitles, and yeah, that's that, that they oh, use so sub glad, dialogue. I'm, I'm so glad I never invested in those DVDs. Mm. Bad. They're bad quality. Besides, I mean, he didn't invest. Old... He got them on Netflix. Let's oh, be dude, clear. I still have my Ocean Dub Dead Zone, and the quality is shite. But <laughs> also, but just... um, great. Speaking of movies, great Lord Slug ad on the DVD, which hopefully <laughs> will include that as well. Music by Disturb and Deftones. <laughs> Hot new bands. Remember what the, the kids old... want to hear. Guys, remember the old Dragon Ball Z dot com. Well, kiss it goodbye. <laughs> uh, we we got to get started. Uh, we sorry, sorry, folks. We're schmaltzing a lot, but usually, I think our initial episode of any series, we it's spend a lot of time yeah. talking about it. So, but let's start with episode one hundred eight ninety three. I don't know the heavens tremble. We're gonna call it episode one out of nine or eight <laughs> or whatever. We're gonna uh, on these DVDs. They've included the. The uh, the posts uh, rock the dragon opening, just I, instrumental. The, the, this the, is opening. The, the quote, mm. classic Bruce Faulkner opening. End quote. I wrote the same thing in my notes. I hate this ep- episode. I hate this opening. Ever yeah. so. Yeah, Random is. stuff Ever like, like the, uh, I think the, the Bulma is launching or something. The, the Mexicans golfing is in the end, but Raccoon crashing into Snake Way. Who cares? It just, quick. it just. First of all, it oozes '90s Saturday morning cartoon no, cheese. Really quick aside, and it's an important one. What's worse, Rock the Dragon or Gotta Go? Gotta Go. <sighs> gotta, gotta Go. Oh, One Piece rap all the way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Fair I mean, Rock the Dragon is kind of a fun song if you don't think about yeah. the terrible dub. But, is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. That, no, that has guitar. Stuck, it gets stuck in your head. I yeah. guess Gotta Go does too. But Rock the Dragon, I don't mind as much getting stuck in my head as Gotta Go. I think yeah. you're going to invoke a new debate. Is it Gotta Go or Yayo? Uh, uh, well, actually. I uh, never care. Uh, much <laughs> like Kevin Smith, I think we should be starting our podcast with some sort of hashtag war. war, uh, war. I'm sorry, I can't say it even. Uh, so, what is your favorite opening, Rock the Dragon, or... Well, we can't even spell it correctly. One Piece, piece rap. Yayo. Let's do Yayo. No, because no Okay, fine. One Piece rap. Hashtag One no Piece rap. Or hashtag Rock the Dragon. I know there'll be three people responding because no one's going to I hate it so much. And a uh, quick history les- lesson. Uh, my best friend at the time, he had two bootleg VHSs of subtitled... DBZ. One was uh, Movie Nine that uh, Bojack on uh, Bojack on Bounds. Ah! Um, I love Gypsy Pirate Man. I love that movie. And then the second one was the third Brawley movie. Unfortunately, my first Brawley movie was the third one. <laughs> but I was wow. in, poor, I, poor bastard. And besides, well, besides like the, uh, the ocean dub, rain. Besides the ocean dubs of the first three movies, that was my intro. That's my introduction to the Japanese score and to one of the greatest. Anime openings of all time, Head Chala by uh, Norobu, uh Kageyama. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm watching this, I'm like, why, why can't we have this? This is so cool. Like, why can't, this is, like, this gets me amped to watch this. Why don't we have this? No, we got, as we watch Goku crawling through a vent. <laughs> like, the clips they chose are so, like, dare I say the word, schmaltzy. It's, it's people who have a very, who even at the time had a very antiquated notion of what a Saturday morning cartoon should look like. Yeah. They, they trying to accommodate what they think of Western art. Let's make it more extreme. And That's... they had a misconception of what DBZ was. Hey, yeah. DBZ is a crazy action show. I'll say with Rock the Dragon, better choice of clips, even though it did use the ocean, like the, uh, the movie clips, which was not in the show. It was that boom, always action, confused action, me. action, key blast, key blast. It, you know? yeah, at least they recognize that, hey, the animation's better here. You, you, you know who? That there. You, have, you have Vegeta doing a somersault and Bulma going, <laughs> But you know, this made me happier that I predominantly watched DBZ on Toonami because they had their own openings and they were mostly good for the most part. To be completely honest, I really didn't watch DBZ that much on Toonami because um, I would buy the VHSs ahead of time. Oh, you see, I didn't do that until later on. Like post sell, and those were also uncut. So I'm like, I don't want to watch edited DBZ. I want to watch See, it uncut. Now I actually feel like the old guy here because I actually start watching a uh, Dragon Ball when it was airing on uh, network television, the end of the Raditz arc. Oh wow! Oh yeah, yeah. That's, like that's the, around the time I started as well. Yeah, yeah. Because like the first episode I saw was when um, Raditz let go of uh, oh, no Goku let go to Raditz tail the first time, and since then I've hated Goku. <laughs> <laughs> well. The th- I think I mentioned this on either I will or did mention this, but I was a bigger Gundam Wing fan first before I was a DBZ fan. So even though I was watching Tsunami and maybe I watched some, uh, and maybe I watched some DBZ, I was watching Gundam Wing. I think a lot more than I was DBZ for a while. It took me a little longer to get into that. I think it's it's funny because I think even before uh, Garlic Junior Soccer Premier on TV, the VHSs were already out, and I remember being at a KB Toys. See if you remember that one. Oh, yeah. uh, and they, and DBZ was so big that they would just have like the VHSs on display like right by the counter. That was great. And I, and I remember seeing some new ones I never saw before. One of them was just Krillin in, in like white shirt and white slacks with yeah, Gohan, Krillin. and I just didn't think of it. I'm like, oh. Those are DBZ tapes. I'm not yeah. familiar with that. What, what, what's going on there? And then that turned out to be the Garo Jr. saga. But when I was in a... It was probably a Suncoast. And I saw my boy Trunks on the cover. I flipped the fuck out. I'm like, I have to own these immediately right now. They're up to this stuff. And that kind of started me uh, buying the tapes ahead of uh, Toonami. KB Toys and Suncoast? You're taking right. some mall throwbacks right now. Schmaltz? Guys, I don't want to talk about this opening do, anymore. Do you want me to to introduce us but here? Yes. Like, why the hell? Like, this opening has filler. Like, why is there like a five second clip of Raccoon flying up from hell? No, Only twice. Is it? They <sighs> twice with Raccoon. Maybe we should get past the opening because we could talk about that every week if we like. Oh, let's get to the uh, the red rain over the teddy bear with yeah. awful maniacal laughter. 
A teddy bear lies. <laughs> teddy bear lies in the street as some mysterious foes kill a family randomly. Synth music plays in the background as a little elf approaches. It's Garlic Jr., that guy from movie one that we all forgot. He was trapped somewhere and now he's angry and eating stuff off the street. Hey, he's killing a bunch of people because he's twisted from being in the dead zone. Yep. Okay. Uh, huge problems with this opening. First one. Let's go with just the dub uh, dialogue. He says, it's been 10 long years. I'm like, it has not been 10 years since that movie took place. <laughs> it's, been, it's been five at the most. Gohan is not, well, if we go by uh, dub, the, yeah. the dub translation, he is not 15. It's only been like four years, right? How old Roughly? was he supposed to be in that movie? He was like two or three. Oh, if we're going, if we're going, it could be ten years. Then he's going by original. Um, it's original probably eight years. Gohan then. is four years old. It's probably eight years then, right? Because he's now he's like eleven. No, not even. Uh, it's like four years. When he I thought he was eleven. When the android stuff, when the androids attack, Gohan is eleven. But there's uh, like so, a slight so, time so skip. There's then. two. There's Same two way. years before that, so right. he is nine. And then what? There was a year since Goku uh, didn't show up, so he'd be eight. So four years. Four years. If I'm wrong, I don't care. But it's not ten. It's, it's like four ten. to six years. I think. Time dilation, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Time runs differently yeah. in the dead zone. But at least I like <laughs> this callback because Garlic Junior uh, goes back to uh, his creepy fortress he made in Dead Zone, and he tries to eat the fruit that gets kids drunk, but. Uh, Oh, is that squish that the was? fruit? Yeah, that's the I fruit. I never put that together. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't either. I thought that was a cool callback. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't call back that movie anymore. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, the, uh, the the dialogue is is nothing good, but Garlic Jr.'s voice actor is really going for it. It's Chris. He's really, really. Chuck Huber. I mean, I oh, know which one is it. It's Chuck Huber. Oh, I was right. Yes. Yeah. He's going uh, for it. I do love Chuck Huber's voice more for recent things than for back then here's the thing uh as i mentioned before i am a huge huge fan of uh dead zone i'm a huge fan of the well it's a huge fan of the original dubs of those movies i think they're done so well that being said Don Brown is fucking fantastic as Garlic Jr. Yeah, in the original. that movie. He is awesome. Chuck Huber yeah. I, I agree. Like when I first heard this uh, voice of Garlic, I knew because like the Funimation Ocean Dub changeover would change. N- disappointed a little yes. bit. Yeah. Disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that broke my heart. Mm. Uh, Don Brown is so good, and he was awesome as Pilaf. Though honestly, I, I didn't hear enough as Don Brown as Pilaf. Where now I think Chuck Huber, I would say, is the superior one. Also, Chuck Huber is freaking amazing in Battle of Gods. If you haven't seen it yet, he yeah. Yeah. Pilaf just steals that movie in general. Uh, no pun intended. I mean, he's just <laughs> memorable wow. things in that movie. Yeah, he uh, he yeah he he's really going for it. But at the time, these are the Barry Watson days of Funimation. Uh, mm. He's the head uh, he's the head ADR director with uh, a young up and comer being assistant director. Uh, a young up-and-comer you might be familiar of. Uh, I wonder if he'll go on to do bigger and better things. Uh, Christopher R. Sabat. <laughs> that Surely. not going anywhere. He gets to direct everyone who isn't him. <laughs> uh, but hey, we cut to uh, the, the freaking cliche game of catch me if you can. <laughs> With a saber-toothed tiger and Gohan. I, making making Hanna-Barbera noises. I want, a Flintstone noises. When, when, it, when, it, when it runs into the wall, it should make the El Cabong. Oh! Can I just say, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the most disturbing thing in this episode specifically were the animal noises. The, all the animal, I don't know, the voice actors just maybe didn't know how to make animal noises at this point, but they're all like, oh, <laughs> like they're, <laughs> I think they all sound like curly. <laughs> Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is like, because they didn't do that like voice actor changeover until like midway through the the Frieza saga. Uh, so this is like their first time to do something after, very silly. It was the change yeah. was right after Goku beat Raccoon. Right. Now. Yeah. So this is the first time doing like a silly Dragon Ball style like thing. Yep. That's true. So. Um, all right. So after that, uh, go Gohan, on. Like, yes, they're still, despite not being the ocean dub, they're still sneaking in those cartoony sound effects. Like I said, it's 
the DBZ dub hasn't shaken this Saturday morning vibe yet. And it won't at the end of this arc. I guarantee that. But <laughs> Gohan goes for a swim. He jumps off a cliff and decides to take off his clothes midair. What's the point if it's just going to fall in the water anyway? You're just, you might as well just. I don't know. It, it he's going to go. He's going to mess up six fish. <laughs> and the, I wrote it. the life aquatic with Son Goku. Gohan, sorry. Damn it, I messed <laughs> it up. <laughs> But yeah, he beats up a bunch of fish, and then uh, Krillin shows up, and he's in new duds. Hey, yo! He actually says and that. And the, the music is even worse than the writing. It's the threads, bro! It kind of, like, Ugh. some of the uh, the non-fight music kind of sounds like Class Geek Supo Rugrats music, like, ba 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 I don't that, know. That's a good call. That's the worst <laughs> Humphrey Bogart imitation I've ever heard. Okay. I thought it was Jimmy Cagney. <laughs> well, it, it makes sense with Krillin's, like, pimp outfit. He does look like Humphrey okay. from uh, fucking Casablanca. Here's another one of my problems with older DBZ dubs. The way I see it, DBZ and like One Piece, it's not our Earth. This is an alternate yes. universe. This is not the same planet. Right. right. So when freaking Gohan makes a Humphrey Bogart reference. Also, Gohan, how the fuck would Gohan know who Humphrey I know. Bogart is? Gohan is an eight year old child who doesn't have access to television. <laughs> yeah. Like when Gohan makes a Humphrey Bogart uh, reference, when Vegeta knows who Einstein is, when Goku knows who freaking. <laughs> Sir Isaac Newton is. Uh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. Puns, <laughs> be okay. puns, puns, puns. No, it's, it's a pun. It's a reference. I know. I know. I just, I, it makes me mad. It, uh, also, I don't know if it was just me, but I thought Sonny Straight sounded more like Tom Kenny here than like Sonny that we know. At this today. point. Sonny's gotten a lot better. Yes, he has. Yeah. I mean, this point, yeah. it's Krillin sounds. He still sounds like Popeye on helium. Which yeah, is originally, originally which is going. what he said he was going. It might be the Oh, introducing my girl, girlfriend, olive oil. <laughs> and anyway, here comes his girlfriend, Bulma too, now with boobs. Oh, good <laughs> Christ! Who is this person? <laughs> okay, first of all, can we only refer to her as Bulma too now with know. boobs? She, she's Mark Marin. Mark Marin. Okay. <laughs> How dare you denigrate the name of that? Yeah. Uh, hey, what are you doing over here? What's going on? I, uh, I don't understand. I want someone to make a make a video that just we... Mark Maron's voice in over hers. <laughs> Get on it, internet. Okay, me, if she's me... if she's only going to be Bulma too, I have to address this right now. Why the fuck? Going into the future, did Krillin name his daughter after his ex? Okay, you know I was curious okay, about okay. that, so I looked it up. There is a reason. Okay, right. first it's of all, a... before you get to that. I want to know the answer uh, to that. Bulma, originally, well, Toriyama was changed up his color schemes a lot, but he eventually settled on Bulma having purple hair. The mm. anime went with blue, or like kind of more like an aqua, like yeah. like a teal, like a very light teal. For fuck's sake, especially when they both have long hair in this saga, why would you give Marin blue hair? Yeah, anything else? She's a ditz. Make her blonde, red stereotype, yeah. Pur- pink. Red and brown, purple and Polka yellow. Polka dotted. I don't know. Don't go with blue. She looks too much like Bulma. Yeah. I'm colorblind. This is difficult for me already. <laughs> and now you're doing this I to me. I not have a rant about hair color in any of his reviews. Uh, Ed, uh, want to explain the reason? So I, I'm quite sure Toriyama didn't watch any of the filler. And Marin, as it is spelled later on for his daughter's name, is also another name for Chestnut. And Kuri, which is part of Krillin's name, Kuridin, it also means chestnut. So it's just a family similarity. And I don't think he watched the filler to know that that was going to be a problem. But which, he, which he does with his name names because, you know, like Bulma, you got the briefs, you got that whole family. So, so at the time, so I interpreted it as, oh, did uh, Krillin name his daughter after his ex-girlfriend? When you, but, of course, when you think about it, it doesn't make sense because it's filler. In other words, it doesn't make sense. No woman would allow that shit. Ever, that's <laughs> a sure. killer android. I guess they're Toei was just making the same alliteration, but they got there before uh, uh, Toriyama could. And then Toriyama didn't know about it, and Toei forgot about it because everyone forgot about this. Anyway, right. people always get this misconception that oh, he named it after his ex girlfriend when that's that's far from the truth. Anyway, Bulma two now with boobs starts hitting on the. Eight-year-old <laughs> Gohan here. Uh, I wrote boner sound effect right here. I think that works. Um, 
And then uh, Krillin mentions that there's a party at Master Roshi's, totally. Uh, but Gohan's mom, it's going to be too darn strict with all that studying. Yeah, screw that shit. Although, <laughs> there's a really funny scene here with, um, uh, he, re- he, re- he introduces uh, Marin to his martial arts partner. <laughs> I always get that. And he like, he hit, I didn't hear that. Krillin has this weird red face blush thing going on. Like yeah. I try not to. And if you pause at that moment, it just looks like he's like hitting on Gohan, which is weird. Oh yeah, no, the. I mean the the material, the source material is also terrible, but it's just made so much more ridiculous here. Yeah, I think it's. God, you think uh, Lucrezia annoying is bad in Gundam Wing? She's like, you're cute. I might date you. Like, oh, I like how God. Krillin is is jealous, though he may be the same height of this eight year old boy. Uh, uh, anyway, he uh, then uh, Krillin says, "Ciao, laters." Laters. <laughs> oh man, freaking! And then Ooh, we had just trying to be. Hey, what do the kids like to hear? Chill, laters. laters. Yeah, throw that in there. Ciao, ciao. I, for, for the love of God, like even like like I, honestly, Mato I, cool. I will say this. I never saw that much of DBZ in Japanese. And I think at some point last year, I finally finished watching through the entire DBZ series in Japanese. But even back then, when the dub was really the one thing I was watching, I'm looking at these character designs. I'm like, there's no way they're saying that. They're not saying that. (laughs) I don't know. But then again, like uh, Battle of Gods had a lot of like script changes, but I thought they were funny. Like, Trunks referring to Mai as his main squeeze. That's hilarious, though, because it's a little <laughs> kid saying that with bravado. It's yeah. funny, but I don't know. Kevin's saying, chill, later. Martial arts partner? And, anyway, Piccolo's <sighs> fighting himself. <sighs> I t- He's having some multiple personality issues. Because uh, like, action. Can I ask this question? <laughs> How does this training ever help? Because if it's just you... you like, it's, it looks cool. Yeah, it does well, look cool. If, you, if he had, like, Saiyan blood, I imagine, like, he could just kick his own ass and just keep regenerating that but, way. But the best part is when Kami walks over and says, Thank goodness, I thought I was going to need glasses. Because I'm old. Oh. So terrible. <laughs> uh, and Kami offers uh, Piccolo his job, and Piccolo responds by, I'm not interested in your stinking job. Oh, my God. And then, Sab- Sabbath as Piccolo, man. He's come a long way. And then he's yeah. like, I saw something disturbing in my meditation. I must fly away. And he flies Well, he away. said, like, he says, like, watch yourself. I'm not sure if this is in the original Japanese version. I'm too lazy to look it up because it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, am I predicting the future? He says something along those lines. Maybe I'm predicting the future, but... Piccolo is actually concerned about Kami. That's news. Yeah. <clears throat> and then here's Mr. Popo. Okay. Oh, and, uh, and why is the really big Spice <clears throat> Boy so Southern? What is what that for? Hey, guys, it's the Spice Boys, first off. Uh, yes. yeah, first of all, word again. First of all, Mr. Popo. Uh, he, he's, he's a racial stereotype. Uh, <laughs> yes. He, uh, that's the one thing in the Japanese version, uh, I'll take the double over any day, is he is horrible in the Japanese version. He, 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 yeah, he takes out a lot of words in his sentences. It's, yeah bad i at least appreciate that the dub made him seem a lot smarter in the in the dub he just kind of comes off as like joyfully and yes. kind of like a little whimsical mm-hmm. in the original japanese he's straight up like oza wooza 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 it's like <laughs> yep that's what you're doing george that's lucas tried did. that too and it didn't work out well the, for um, did not work uh, out the, for george no. the joke yeah. to be a guardian <laughs> oh god <laughs> the uh, the joke from the abridged series where uh, kami has to leave the, the lookout so he can have like a bunch of jinx over from pokemon yeah oh oh <laughs> they make a cute couple i i gotta say so, i've never seen that image i mean there's few times where i really prefer uh dragon ball z abridged to be in place of dragon ball z but here is definitely a place they handle it somehow much better although much more disturbingly i'll give them credit the storyline they came up with it was way more captivating <laughs> than garlic <laughs> junior than these nine freaking episodes and they did it in 20 minutes yeah. gotta give props um Oh no, we're gonna do nine because we're gonna do uh, the post Scarlet Junior episode. Oh, God, God, why, I Steve? Want you guys, I want you guys to feel my pain. No, I don't want to uh, feel your but pain. He gets, in, he gets attacked by the Ginyu Force. Duh, I mean the Spice Boys. Duh, uh, I'm not gonna call them that. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, I 
these guys never had like a group name in the Japanese as far as I'm concerned. And here we go with more references to our society. But okay, Toriyama did write that stuff, and I mean Jackie Chun. But I feel like in that context made more sense. And of course, Dragon Ball was more humorous. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh. Um, also, who doesn't like a good Spice Girls reference, right, guys? Mm. Do you want to be my lover? Well, first of all, the, uh, if you, you got to get with my friends first, Zach, <laughs> which you're already kind of doing. So, uh, first of all, the leader, who's called Spice, uh, in the Japanese version, his name is uh, Cashew. They had to change it so they could all be spices, I guess. Oh. Uh, if you think that's bad, uh, the... Uh, the uh, the big guy with the uh, the red mullet, uh, the one who sounds like he's been hit over the head a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, his name is Mustard. I think in the Japanese version, at least the Dragon Box, they list him as Tard. Oh boy, Ooh. Tard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Dragon Ball. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z at the forefront of progressivism. I will be mm-hmm. referring to him as Mustard. Hopefully. Hopefully I'm not. It's just, it's just it's just shortened. It's for convenience. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah that's, I get it. That's what it is. These yeah. guys, they, uh, they rough up the place. And, and, the, and the the little guy is it mustard? Salt. Salt. Little little guy can't keep his mouth shut throughout any of these episodes. <laughs> he just keeps giving away everything, everything about their plan. He's and like anyone uh, who will listen. And it's yeah. the same walk cycle. Well, he's like, what's his name from uh, from One Piece? The uh, the round guy who can't oh, keep his oh, mouth. Oh, Fukuda. Fukuda. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish he sounded so, like Fukuda. a girl. That would be great. Yeah. Chapapa. <laughs> but they rough off the place, and then Gar Jr. makes his entrance. And oh, Mr. Popo remembers him. He remembers it all, despite not being in that movie. But I guess what happened? I guess after all that end, Kami went back to the lookout. And Popo was like, Kami, what's wrong? He's like, oh, you'll never believe it, Mr. Popo. First, this guy who I was competing with, who I thought, you know, I sealed him away, his his son or reincarnation, I don't know, who well, cares? Well, can't, can't right. Mr. Popo look off the side of Kami's tower and do the same thing Kami does and just, like, seize the planet? Or let's is that not, only... Let's not get into logic in Dragon Ball. Okay. God, if, you, if, if you try to make logic out of One Piece, making logic out of Dragon Ball, your head will explode. This is true. He is right. <laughs> So, you know, we get some exposition of... <clears throat> what is uh, Spice's what? accent? What is that accent supposed I, to be? That's the thing. I I, uh, I, I want to ask you guys this. What is Australian? That? Irish? I'm not yeah, sure. I, 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 Tasmanian. Australian. 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 <laughs> Junior. Uh, maybe like a British... That's a great punk. impression. I don't... Yeah, uh, maybe. South yeah. African? <laughs> I don't really know what that sounds like that well. So, yeah, maybe... Like a like a warped South African accent. Huh. Apparently, Is, in uh, the di- one of the Daisenshu, they were referred to as the four heavenly kings of the demon clan. So yeah, yeah they kind of. I mean, we're we're cutting ahead, but what do they? They don't call them demons, even though that's very clearly what they are in the what animation. Does, what does Kami or Popo describe them yeah, as? I could uh, find the it. serpent people. Yeah, like the serpent. What is this? The lizard men? Yeah. The lizard conspiracy it's, it's He-Man and the serpent He-Man people versus the snake <laughs> <Serpent>. <laughs> uh, No, actually, well, Spice. He's originally voiced by a guy named Bart Meyer, I believe. He, I think, he was a one-off voice. We are talking way too much about this. <laughs> it's okay because. In the Orange Bricks, uh, in that version, which uh, I think Brian was watching, he's recasted by our boy, J. Michael T. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Uh, he is. He is the. Oh, Diamond. and uh, fun fun fact first. Um, originally voiced by Hikaru Midoriya, Kawa, voice of Hiro Yui from Gundam Wing. Wow! Oh, snap! Oh, <laughs> uh, actually voiced by Hikaru Midoriya, Kawa, and then Kappa Yamaguchi. Oh, wow! Things wow. come full Wait, circle. That's what it says on the wiki here. So. That's Wait, I have, Wait. A, I have a quote here. And Kai, I'm guessing it was Kai. He's, vo- he's voiced by two people? <laughs> Seems that way. It's probably Kai. He was, he was Kai. No, that might be it, yeah. Brian? Mm. Oh, yeah, I have a quote. I don't know if we're, we're going to do that, but it's oh, when oh, Mr. Popo gets caught and, <laughs> and fucking Garlic is asking him about where's Kami. Did anyone write that down? Oh, uh, oh I think I, I, I have it. I wrote this down. Well, I don't know if this I don't think one. I wrote this one down. Okay, I'll, I'll just... Or, no, Mr. Popo thing. does not lie, that one? Yeah, that that's part of it. Yeah. Mr. Popo does not lie. Okay. Okay. But no, the guy, Carlos, is like, okay. 
Yeah, he's like, I believe you for some reason. He's like, Mr. Popo does not lie. <laughs> but then, like, Garlic goes, you disgust me. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't lie. <laughs> Uh, I like how they, they, <laughs> the whole, that whole thing was amazing. They trap him in the red. I wrote down that whole thing. I was like, that's bizarre. <laughs> it made no sense. I should mention that these Spice Boys, ugh, they trap Mr. Popo in the <laughs> uh, red pinky net of love. Oh, I just, oh, so to, on my on all my notes, I just call it the net technique. <laughs> the uh, net. And so every time it comes up, up, the dreaded net. <laughs> it is dreaded. Garlic Jr., uh, it's nice to say, oh, this net paralyzes those that, it, that are in it. So I'll let you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll let you go so you could talk. It's like, I, I, I'm, unless it paralyzes your freaking tongue. I don't see the... Uh, nothing, nothing makes me appreciate Gundam Wing more than watching these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, wow, this was brilliant at the time, Gundam Wing. Garlic Jr. is apparently also magic. Uh, he shrinks Mr. Popo down to fun size. Uh, doesn't want to kill him yet. Uh, I think oh, well, the, we, we talk about Popo recapping all of movie one for us. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that happened. Well, I, I we don't need to do it. it. We just did it. Steve did, did, did it well, earlier. I, I didn't get to talk about too much. I forgot. They show pretty much the final, the, the final fight. Not, I wouldn't say the final fight, but the, the end to garlic jr. Go on throwing him in. Mr. Popo feels the need to say everything when I feel like the, the visuals are already doing a good job of that. But I think at the time, a lot of fresh young actors voicing in this show called DBZ, they wanted to get their money's worth. So if you yeah. go back and watch like the original dubbing DBZ, a lot of those quiet moments, they mostly have voiceover. I think they just wanted to get as much time in the booth, as much, you know, as, many, as much on their paycheck as possible. Anyway, Garlic, and we find out Gohan did it for the love of his father. I'm sure that was it. Uh, Garlic Jr. Sir, he was just blackout pissed at this point. Garlic Jr., we learn, is actually trying to apply for the position of Kami. Uh, He brings his resume, his cover letter, but Mr. Popo's not all that impressed. And so uh, when Garlic Jr. gets angry, he takes out his magic carpet technique and tries to fly out of there, but then they use their secret net technique to catch him. (laughs) And Mr. Popo does not lie, as we learn. We learned all this. And then we head to uh, find Bulma uh, 2, be with more boobs. Well, before you get to that in the next second, I just want to say, uh, in the English version of DBZ, uh, Kami is the guardian of the earth. Uh, in the Japanese version, he's God. That's what his name means. Kami means God. It's more of an trans-dimensional ambassador. That's how I see <laughs> it. But yes. they refer to it as God, just like how, like, in One Piece and Skypea, uh, Eneru uh, rules over Skypea. Oh, we just call him God. And he does it like from a similar perch also except there's a beanstalk instead of a giant beam so yeah. plus kami gets elected or chosen so it's like chosen. you get multiple gods you are the hand chosen to be the master anyway time <laughs> time to drink some apple juice and uh hang out at uh kami house um but uh Bulma's <laughs> what's not special what's it. special about krillin uh he's bald <laughs> See now we're mixing up with the Team Four Star thing. I'm like, oh yeah, she says how she's a stripper and stuff here, uh, but no, that doesn't happen. Although yeah, it's he's, very heavily he's implied. N- he's not to scale. Just letting you know, ladies. You know, Marin is not a good catch when she thinks Yamcha is a good catch. Yeah, <laughs> professional baseball player. <laughs> like for one episode, and that was filler. But I guess this is filler too. So I guess it's canon. <laughs> it's, it's filler <laughs> canon. Yeah. Um, and, um, anyway, Master Roshi starts to talk about the facts of life to what? Krillin. Oh, no, I, I, I thought Oolong and Puar had unnecessary commentary about love. And a duet. <laughs> love is in the air. It's going <laughs> to burn up and crash. And Puar's like, love is beautiful. <laughs> you, okay. said it's, you said it line for line there. Thank we don't you. have to go through it anymore. Yeah, I kind of hate how everyone was like gushing about Krillin's relationship in the this, in this sequence. Well, it's Krillin, man. He know, never gets laid. No one, he needs no one cares when Bulma gets up. Because Bulma, because Bulma does well for herself. Hey. <laughs> Except for Yamcha. What's more impressive, a door that could open any key or the shittiest key ever opening a door? Yeah. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Master Roshi tries to talk about the facts of life, and Gagu, he gets hit over the head after he wants a kiss. Another... Um, 
That was much dirtier. A kiss, than the Japanese. kiss. Another edit in the English version, even in the uncut version. Uh, in the uncut version, far less pervy. Just like, oh, give me a kiss or give me a hug, give me a squeeze. Uh, <laughs> in the original Japanese version, is the same thing every time. He wants a puffu puffu. He wants to just put his face in them titties. Which he actually does get, I think, in the yeah, next episode. Twice, yes. I think. In the yeah, next twice episode. in the next episode. Uh, mm. Good job, Master Roshi. Um, Which, to be yeah. honest, I, I, not in these episodes, but I feel like later they they wrote around his perviness, and I felt like it was a lot funnier and wittier than just him saying, "I want the boobies." Yeah, I, I feel like that joke <laughs> yeah. gets, gets yeah. weak really quick. Anyway, Gohan wants to go party, but Chi-Chi wants him to study. You don't want to blow your chances of going to college now, do you? Uh, well, he does, because he sneaks out the window. Uh, but before that, we go back to the Kami lookout. I think we've talked a little bit about this already. Uh, and Kami comes to his lookout, where he, after he randomly went to see Piccolo and asked him if he wanted the job. So he says, don't have a heart attack, old man. A lot of ageism in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Kami is like, you fiend? There's weird pauses. <laughs> Why you fiend? Yeah. <laughs> and he Wait, tries we'll, and we'll garlic. <laughs> um, and we find out that Mr. Popo has been miniaturized in some sort of bottle for some reason. And now they got him. They got him in the net. Uh, <laughs> not the net. <laughs> Starring <Yes>. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> 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 so yeah, after the net. They, uh, we learn that the that the Dragon Balls uh, that he's I, I don't under, I don't understand why he needed the Dragon Balls until it's explained I think in the next episode. Yeah, I, I wrote down the same thing because I thought like kill Kami because you kill Piccolo. Also, Garlic Junior really has a Napoleonic complex because he turns everyone tiny. I'm noticing, and he likes <laughs> eating. He likes. And he's the piggy. He likes eating the big bowl of ice cream all by himself. So anyway, Gohan sneaks out of Chi-Chi, of their house, and he's like... And he says... Yeah, this is the best line, probably. Let's blaze. That's not what oh, that no, means. No, not that one, not that one. Who <laughs> That's not he, what that means. Who does he say that to, though, you guys? He also says, I'm sorry, Mom, I'm so bad. And, which is just yeah. weird. I'm just, but who, gosh, who, mom. Gosh, I'm sorry, mom. To you guys, he's who? talking to Icarus, the oh, dragon. Fuck God. that dragon! Damn it! And they head out into the sunset. It's so beautiful. It's really terrible, actually. And then uh, back up on Kami's lookout, it takes the Spice Boys all of five seconds to find the Blackwater Mist that Kami kept for some reason. Ah, where is it? Oh, here it is, out in the open. <laughs> uh, I should mention, though, oh, freaking Icarus. At this point, any th- like now it's like any material that was in the movies is up for grabs and just yeah. fuse the shit out of anyone watching canon material. But this Frick- Icarus dragon is always the mark of shame. Yeah. It's always. Mark of shame. Uh, That's how no, you know it's bad. <laughs> uh, the thing is, originally, um, Ocean dubbed Triamite first. That's why there was a TV edited version, and it had the original voice of Goku. And then when they went back and did Dead Zone and World Strongest, they redubbed a lot of Movie 3. And in the uncut version, they went back and referred to him by the Japanese name of Higher Dragon. Right, I remember that. Which is... I remember hearing that for the first time. I'm like, that, that's strange. But I, I don't know what's stranger, calling him Higher Dragon or Icarus. Either way, the character go fuck off. I... <laughs> anyway, uh, we well, does not need a freaking Barney mascot to fly around. Go on, I can fly! <laughs> anyway, uh, the episode ends with the narrator explaining everything you just saw happen. And that's it. That's the episode. Our, our old narrator, Dale D. Kelly, Mr. Monster Truck announcer himself. If we're going to talk about... Well, he's not... Well, next, let's talk about him next week because he's a lot more prominent next week. Yeah, I'll yeah. save that for that. But or next uh, month. I'm sorry, yeah, next they, month. Um, I like how Garlic Jr. refers to Kami as a green goody two-shoes. Uh, and then they release the Blackwater Mist, which spreads really fast. All uh, across the world. And then they have a good chuckle. And that closes our show. He <laughs> laughs yes, like Mandark. Uh, <laughs> 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 Better. <laughs> I can't budge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is a very special net. It paralyzes those captured in it. Ease up, boys. Oh. Now, Popo, where is Kami? I don't know. You're lying. No, Mr. Popo does not lie.
That was an episode. Yeah. Nothing, we, I don't think there's even anything left to say about that. I was a piece of crap. <laughs> that's what I have to say. It's terrible. I can't. Uh, I can't be too harsh on it. I can. It's, it's only setting up what's going to come, but it's. It, it doesn't look good. It looks very bleak. Oh, it is just so. Okay, even the yeah. Japanese source material, I'm sure, was terrible. But damn, is it worse? It's so like much the, worse. The Japanese material is, is dialogue-wise, is inoffensive, but just this arc's existence. The and, uh, music like a, is yeah. so. Bad. How did <laughs> I take this as a kid? How did I take it? Yeah, it's believe it or so not, bad. it's already terrible now, but it only gets worse because, like we were saying, it doesn't need to be nine episodes. <laughs> this could have been a squashed in three. Anyway, we're gonna hey. do this. We're gonna do this once a month to kind of you know because I know Gundam Wing could be too good for you, and we need <laughs> something terrible to to put in between. So, yeah. <laughs> So I, I, Am I bitter? Yes. This is a shit sandwich, guys. This is a real <laughs> shit sandwich. So you better put as... It's a shit sandwich, so when you're waiting online for Subway, you better put as many vegetables as you can on it. You just uh, try to... Some garlic, some... Try to hide food. that crappy taste of a Subway. And some salt. And, and, spice and, yeah. and everything nice. Cashews, if you want to go... Little chemical X. Um, I, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show, but... I am extremely thankful that Cartoon Network was like, hey, let's put this on Saturday mornings in April. Instead of waiting till the fall of 2000, like, hey, new episodes, Freeze is back. There's another Super Saiyan, Androids. Vegeta turns Super Saiyan 2. It's badass. Too bad you gotta wait, because here's Garlic Jr. It was a smart, it was smart marketing well, all over I, the place. Can just imagine people like, yes, new episodes, new episodes. These episodes suck. These episodes suck. So I, it's awesome. I, it was it was ingenious to just have this uh, on the Saturday mornings. I thought it was, I thought it was a really cool idea. It was better and you than know what? It, it probably did very well. I'm sure it did very oh, well. You ate up DBZ whether it was crap or not. It was just it was more DBZ. It was your sure. meal. It was your. Uh, it's what you ate. Um, uh, we're gonna make oh, fun right. of we're gonna make fun of Gundam Wing in the future. But this is, I think, a very good perspective. Like uh, this is a good place to like get some perspective. Even the worst episode of Gundam Wing, I don't think, comes close to, like, the, the dub work and the actual material that's here. I mean, we haven't finished Gundam Wing. Uh, but... the, the dub of Gundam Wing is directed far better than... And written. And I can't believe it. Because that, they but... didn't treat Gundam Wing like it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, this yeah. is, like, this, like I said, this oozes Saturday morning cartoon. Yep, yep. And DBZ... Would... DBZ would shake that much later into the Boo Saga, but I, by far, think, but by then it was a little too late. Yeah, I think I've even watched the uh, original Japanese audio for this arc, and it's snoozeworthy. Just nothing yeah. interesting happens. It's boring, but <laughs> guys, we we've only done one episode. We we we, we, we gotta be we gotta be optimistic. We gotta we 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 gotta keep ourselves open to change our opinions. Oh boy. <laughs> It's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Let's see how worse it can get. Let's see if there's any, uh, there's any <laughs> glimmering of a glimmering hope in this arc. Well, as uh, Steve continues his blind optimism, maybe we should. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, let's end this. Garlic Jr. has returned from the dead zone. Now the Earth will feel his wrath. These three warriors are our planet's last line of defense. Get ready for a tsunami special event. The Garlic Jr. Saga, an all-new Dragon Ball Z miniseries. Saturday at 10 a.m. Get your liver on. Only tsunami. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Like, I have to thank people for like wanting to sit through dbz with me because uh it's like, terrible I, well, like, shut up shut your mouth <laughs> as much as i like i hear this phrase a lot and people's like oh that was my childhood when people say oh man dragon ball z that was my childhood I'm like that was my childhood my teenage years uh and my adulthood mm-hmm. I, yeah. but they I, weren't I, talking about this no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but guys thank you so much for coming on zach uh, thank you for having me. You can check me out at Twitter, twitter.com slash Zach underscore Logan or at onepiecepodcast.com where we do a podcast every Monday about One Piece. It's good. And and it's better than Garlic Jr. I'll I promise you that. <laughs> Ed. Uh, thank you for having me on again, Steve. Uh, people can get me on Twitter at Edward E. Festicio. 
And Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I can be found at Twitter, Dark King Zorro, all one word, and Bannendorf at DeviantArt. And I'm Steve. You can follow me on Tumblr, Steve Yurko. Steve Yurko. Did I say Tumblr? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Twitter, Steve Yurko. That's the and only thing you said. It's <laughs> the only thing I said so far. Uh, Tumblr and Twitter, it's Steve Yurko is the username. You can find me on DeviantArt2, the Steve Yurko. Uh, Yes, listen to One Piece podcast. Listen to Twenty Minutes of Bullshit too while you're at it. If you enjoy, if you enjoy DBZ, man, is it referenced a lot on Twenty Minutes of Bullshit? I, so, yeah, in a very nostalgic way. So yeah. give that a shot. So that's gonna do it. But until next time, Mister Popo does not lie. <laughs> <laughs>